0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back for another season of the Spider Insight Podcast. Bob Black, along with Matt McAllister, glad you found us. This will be our preseason practice primer edition of the Spider Insight Podcast. As Coach Russ Husman's third edition of the Richmond Spiders, get set to start practice Wednesday at Robin Stadium, Wednesday afternoon for the first practice of the 2019 season. Matt, welcome back. You know how people, when they don't see somebody for a while, they ask the very generic question, hey, what's new? And the answer is always, oh, nothing really. In this case, if I ask you what's new with Spider Football, your answer will be anything but nothing really, won't it?
1: Everything's new, including your voice. Uh, <laughs> new and improved, new I hope. New <laughs> and improved voice. Uh, so everything uh, that the spiders did in the off season, uh, you know, Coach Uzman went into the off season saying that uh, he was going to reevaluate every facet of the program uh, and make changes uh, because they weren't happy with the outcomes last year. Uh, so that started uh, with n- new coaching staff, uh, brought in uh, a lot of new assistants, new turf uh, at Robin Stadium. Uh, new preseason schedule, new players. I mean, I think everything about this uh, year is is new, uh, new attitude for the players, uh, time to start a new season. Coach Usman
0: made that comment literally right after the victory over William and Mary ended, that he knew he had to reevaluate everything in the program to get back to where this program was when he was here as defensive coordinator and winning a national championship and where they want to take it now. And he was certainly true to his word in all those categories. I think one of the most intriguing is – We have had FBS transfers before, but I think the number that are coming in in one year and the impact that the coaches fully anticipate they are going to have on this year's team.
1: Yeah, I would say it's definitely different for Richmond to bring in as many uh, transfers in general, but FBS uh, transfers in. And, and I credit to the coaching staff. They they looked at positions that were in need, uh, that they needed experience to come into, and they went out and got players to fit those, uh, the, those positions, whether it's quarterback, wide receiver, defensive back. Uh, they, they really targeted positions that were in need, and they needed people to be able to come in and impact it immediately. And I think Everyone that's either coming in this here for the spring or have come in in the summer, they, they expect them to have a big impact on this year.
0: Well, all eyes, as they normally are, will be on the quarterback in the quarterback position, and we will be no exception this summer camp leading into the first game, August 29th. And one of those FBS transfers is at the quarterback position in Bo English. Now, he doesn't have just one year. He has three years of eligibility, so he's a little bit different than some of the other FBS transfers that we're talking about that will be grad transfers that are here for just one year. But what do you anticipate from the quarterback competition with Bo English arriving from Air Force? plus the returners, Joe
1: Mancuso uh, and Reed Chenault, and then the freshman incoming player, Jackson Walker. Uh, coach has said you know, from the start he's going to try to let all four of them have an opportunity uh, to compete. Uh, I think that's a big word that you're going to hear in this camp is competition. Uh, let the guys be able to compete against each other. And as he said, the quarterback that takes care of the ball is the quarterback that you're going to see out here on August 29th. Uh, I think after leading the uh, FCS in interceptions last year, uh, that that is big point of emphasis is taking care of the ball. So I think all four of those are going to get a look in the beginning. Uh, I think it'll be a very key for Spider fans to be watching that competition. Uh, but hopefully, a, as the uh, camp goes on, uh, someone will you know take a big step and be able to claim that uh, that starting position. Obviously, you know Bo English comes in from an FBS program in Air Force. Uh, and has three years of uh, eligibility remaining. But at the same time, he, he hasn't played in a game in, in two years. Uh, so I think our coaching staff is excited to see him out on the field. Uh, you know, when you have a transfer coming in, they you don't get to see a whole lot of tape from them. So they watch tape from when he played in high school in a very good high school in DeMatha. Uh, and had a lot of success there but it has been two years obviously uh, Joe and Reed both had some success last year Uh, got a lot of playing time last year on on the field Uh, and then the freshman coming in Jackson Walker has a really strong arm maybe even the strongest arm out of the the four of them Uh, so I think the coaches are just excited to have all four of them out there uh, competing and let the best man win
0: Of all those changes we listed at the outset of our Spider Insight podcast, the one we didn't mention was changing the turnover margin and turnover ratio, and that should probably be, not probably, it should be at the top of the list. You mentioned the 18 interceptions. I think there were nine lost fumbles, so that's a minus 27 before you even start getting going. And as Coach Huseman has pointed out, so many of them occurred in opponent territory and in the opponent red zone when the spiders seemingly were going into score they didn't score and in many cases the opposition went back down the field and scored so that's a significant stat for us to keep an eye on that will change needs to change in 2019
1: well as coach said you know I think every offensive position is going to come down to who can Uh, take care of the ball Uh, whether that's running backs or wide receivers or quarterbacks uh, if you're turning the ball over I would expect you not to see much uh, playing time Uh, not only did we have that bad turnover margin but I think he said six of them were returned for scores against uh, I mean that just is a big momentum swing in the game in itself and to have that happen six times last year is obviously something that makes it really hard to win
0: couple other positions, let's check in on the offensive side, and then we'll go over to defense and special teams as well. I'm really excited, and I think a lot of Spider fans are, to see the return of Xavier Goodall at running back, who missed all of last year with injury. Of course, a local product out of Henrico High School.
1: Yeah, I think Xavier's uh, really excited to be back. I know last year w- w- was tough for him. He-, he looked really good in preseason practices, and then a non-contact injury in the end zone, I can Picture it right now how it happened last year. Uh, so I know he's really excited uh, to get back, but it has it has been a while since he's been in the game. Uh, so really excited to see him get back and see if he can kind of you know catch that spark that he had in his last game against William and Mary. At the wide receiver
0: position, the top seven wide receivers from a year ago are gone. So folks, you are going to need a roster. You're going to need a scorecard. You're going to need to know the numbers. And with the guys that are coming back, and with all due respect to them, I think from my perspective, Matt, really excited to watch the two transfers. Charlie Fessler out of Northwestern, who we did get a glimpse of. He was here in the spring and got to see him in the spring competition. And then Keiston Fuller, the wide receiver graduate transfer from Duke.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that that's where the wide receiver group starts this year Uh You know, Charlie Feschler comes in from Northwestern. I mean, he had three uh, receptions in the Big Ten championship game last year for Northwestern. So he has some experience there. He's got a. Uh, a big body uh, as a wide receiver, and then Keyston Fuller comes in, and you know, Coach Houston said at media day, he's doing some things. Uh, they expect him to do things that Cortrell Simpson did for the Spiders. That same type of player be able to take the lid off the uh, the football uh, and stretch the field. You, you know, another couple people that coaches talked about is Jeremiah Brown, who missed a lot of last season uh, due to injury, was a transfer from Wake Forest. Uh, they they really like what they've seen from him, and then a couple of the young guys that. We saw a little bit last year with that uh, four-game redshirt rule and Justin Jasper and Isaac Brown where we get a little bit of playing time but still retain their uh, four years of eligibility.
0: All right, let's check in quickly on the big uglies up front on the offensive line, and this is actually a position that I think Spider fans will recognize some names and some numbers, whether it's Joe Moore who got some playing time last year, Siam Setapani, uh, Tim Coleman, Clayton McConnell. There are some familiar names on that offensive line. I know Russ Huseman and the offensive coaches just want more of them to
1: rotate in there this season. Uh, last year was obviously really Uh, Tough on the offensive line injury-wise. I mean, there was a couple games where we dressed five or five or six offensive linemen uh, for a game, so that makes it really hard. But on the flip side of that, uh, offensive linemen coming back have gained a lot of experience. Uh, So there's uh, three guys that have started that started almost every game last year, and uh, Clayton McConnell, Setapani, and Tim Coleman. Taz Sumter was a starter in the beginning of the year. He's back and ready to go. And like you said, Joe Moore, Foster Singleton, got some playing time last year. And then we have brought in a lot of freshman offensive linemen. So I think the depth will add, but it will be inexperienced depth. But I think they are really confident with what they have coming back because they gained a lot of experience last year.
0: The strength of this team, though, might be the other line, on the other side of the ball, the defensive line, led by the CAA preseason defensive player of the year, Maurice Jackson, plus he's got some pretty solid running mates with him and Darius Reynolds and Colby Ritten.
1: Yeah, I think, obviously, last year's defensive line was pretty good. Um, this year, I think they want to continue to build off of that. Obviously, you're replacing Andrew Clyde, who was a you know All-Conference performer last year. But uh, Maurice Jackson showed in only 10 games what he could do last year, and I think the opposing coaches noticed that. That's why he got those preseason accolades. But you know, as coach says, Colby Ridden does a lot of the things that don't show up on stat sheets that probably freed up Maurice Jackson and uh, Darius Reynolds a lot on the inside, and then. Uh, you know, I think you look for someone like Kobe Turner to kind of step into that role that Andrew Clyde played uh, and that defensive tackle uh, to give that. But I know coaches are really excited that they can go seven, 6, seven, eight deep uh, on the defensive line and rotate them through to keep a lot of fresh legs in.
0: All right, how about the second level, Matt? The linebackers, Billy Calgill will be a name that will be familiar to us and Spider fans, but there are some reinforcements coming alongside him as well.
1: Yeah, obviously uh, Billy Coggle, you know, stepped into that role uh, as a starter due to injuries last year, and then when uh, Spiders moved over to three linebackers, it, it kind of opened up a role for him more there. You know, I, I think he'll get some help this year from, you know, return of Tyler Dressler and Jordan Payne, uh, both of them kind of battled through injury last year, and then uh, fans were out here in the spring game. A name that they might have recognized from them is Philip O'Connor. Mm-hmm. Uh, made a lot of plays in the spring game, and I know the staff is high on him. And it, I, we haven't even talked about another uh, FBS transfer, and Jimmy Marquise, uh who played at Illinois, uh, is battling through a little bit of a ankle injury to the start camp. Uh, but they expect him by week two to be ready to go uh, for camp and and really put a lot of battle into that linebacker position.
0: All right, about the defensive backs? Uh, Daniel Jones is the senior from Williamsburg who actually accompanied Maurice Jackson to CAA Football Media Day last week up in Baltimore. He will lead a very talented and deeper group in that secondary.
1: For sure. You know, in the back you have Daniel Jones and Trent Williams at safety. Uh, I think coaches are really excited for those two back there, you know, Uh, second year of being starters at that safety position. And then at the corner, you know, know when Nicholson and Marcus Vinson both started a handful of games last year, they're back. But in addition to them, you add... Uh, two more transfers, an FBS transfer in Brandon Feemster from uh, Duke, who started the last seven games of the year for Duke, including the Independence Bowl where he had an interception for Duke, uh, and then junior college transfer Roland Williams, who um, had an interception in the spring game and made a couple plays in the spring game. Uh, they're back, and I know coaches are really excited about some of those uh, redshirt freshmen that got a couple games in, and like Tyreek Funderburk and Aaron Banks. Uh, so I think they're excited for the depth that those, those corner positions have and the athleticism that they have this year.
0: All right, how about competition in the special teams as we start camp Wednesday, 3 o'clock, for Russ Huseman's group? Micah Breckenridge is back, but what kind of
1: competition do you expect to see at both punter and place kicker? Yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure Micah probably has it uh, locked down for the punter position. Uh, I, I think they were happy with some of the things that he did last year at, at, at punting, uh, but at, at at the kicker position, uh, Duncan Trow, Micah Breckeridge, and then they brought in a uh, scholarship player, Jake Larson, uh, late in the signing period. Uh, that'll give some competition for that uh, place kicking duties, and I, I expect those three to all have a chance uh, the place kick and the fall camp uh, and then see uh, let the best man win just like some of the other positions you use the phrase
0: scholarship to describe the incoming freshman I think that's significant at Richmond and at many FCS programs where scholarships aren't as bountiful as they are at the FBS level and the importance that coach Usman has placed on the kicking game
1: yeah for sure I mean I th- I think he knows that uh, the kicking game can have an impact uh, on on a game uh, and so many different variables. Uh, so having someone who can uh, kick the ball accurately and, and with some distance and give you a chance to put some points on their board uh, is very important. So I think uh, they are excited about uh, Jake Larson, but uh, you know, as, as coaches have said, he's a freshman and he hasn't earned anything yet, uh, so I think it will be a good competition uh, for that place-kicking duties. All right,
0: the Spiders are coming off their first losing season since 2011, so it probably makes some sense that in the preseason poll in the CAA, they were picked in the number 10 spot, JMU Towson, Maine, Elon, Delaware, the top five, Richmond number 10, in the preseason poll with the understanding the preseason polls don't mean much. What do you think the reaction to that was from Coach Huseman or what do you know from having talked to him and leaders like Maurice Jackson and Daniel Jones who were both with us when we were at
1: media day and that was unveiled last week? I think Coach Huseman said, you know, the preseason polls is good for that one day and then after that it doesn't mean a whole lot. Uh, So moving forward, I, I think they're very confident of what they're able to do and they're ready to change Uh, the outcome of the year and not have it be a repeat of last year. And I think one of the other things that I heard from a couple of the guys was Maine was picked to finish eighth last year, and they won the CAA. So I think the CAA is so strong, and and, uh, there's a lot of really, really good teams, and and Richmond is one of them.
0: I thought that was an interesting conversation that we had up there, that who was going to be this year's Maine or this year's Towson, who also had a very good season last year. And I think Richmond was on the lips of many people, and Villanova was another one. And even New Hampshire, which had that long playoff string snap last year, is a team that people would look to rebound so that maybe the CAA does what it did last year when it set a record with six teams in the postseason tournament.
1: And The, the CAA is so strong. Uh, you know, you have six teams that made it last year, and I think all six of those expect to be back in it this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's probably four or five teams in the CAA that expect to be in the playoffs again this year that weren't part of those six so I think everyone in the CAA has an expectation to be in the playoffs and obviously Richmond is one of those teams that has that expectation and has been there in the past and and that's where they want to be this year. All right, as we alluded
0: to at the outset of our Spider Insight podcast and conversation practice for the Richmond Spiders begins this Wednesday at 3 o'clock. Matt, how can fans get an opportunity to come out and see practices if they'd like, what kind of scrimmages are on the schedule? I know fans always like to get a glimpse of the team in those scrimmage sessions as well.
1: Oh, like you said, practice starts Wednesday, uh, three o'clock here at Robin Stadium. Um, all the practices are scheduled to be at Robin Stadium. They're still finishing up the uh, new track surface as well, so uh, fans can keep an eye out at at Spider Football on social media uh, in case there's any changes. But the Spiders are doing more of an NFL model for uh, preseason camp, where they're going to go four days on, one day off, four days on, one day off. And the large majority of their practices will be morning practices uh, to kind of take advantage of the get-out-of-the-heat. So a lot of their practice will be uh, starting at 7.45 a.m. here on the turf. Uh, they do have two ske- two scrimmages scheduled uh, August tenth at seven p.m. and August sixteenth at two p.m. are two scheduled scrimmages, and you know Coach Usman, uh, all his practices, all his scrimmages are open to fans, open to the public. So if you want to take have a glimpse of the Spiders, come on out to Robin Stadium. Uh, those schedules are on RichmondSpiders.com, and they are on our social media sites as well. Coach
0: Usman does plan to keep practices in the morning even after the preseason ends and even after classes begin in late August. He's going to give that a try. That's new this season as well to get them first thing in the day before they go to all those tough classes rather than last thing in the day.
1: Everything is new this year, so (laughs) that's definitely the mantra and uh, definitely trying something different with that. And and I think uh, the guys will really enjoy that the ability to, to Uh, take part in practice early uh, have all their focus on that and then be able to you know have the focus on class as well
0: everything's new except us we're back
1: right back and better
0: than ever back and better than ever and the spider insight podcast is back and we will visit with fans on a regular basically weekly basis from here on out right
1: yep uh, you'll be able to catch us each week Uh, we're going to go through uh, fall camp and then end of the year uh, we'll have our weekly uh, podcast and we'll bring in a lot of guests that you'll be excited to hear from.
0: Yeah, I know we will have Coach Usman, and then many of the players. I know our fan base really enjoyed hearing from them in a little bit more of a relaxed setting where we're not just talking about the previous game or the next week's game. Really give us an opportunity to get to know some of these guys. And as we said, there are a lot of new guys to get to know.
1: Yeah, it de- definitely gives us a chance to, for us and for fans to get to know the guys a little bit better off the field as well as on the field. And you really – pick up a lot of interesting tidbits from them just in, in these segments
0: thanks matt we'll talk to you next week
1: i appreciate it bob
0: that's it for the premiere edition of this year's spider insight football podcast again practice sessions begin wednesday at three o'clock and we'll visit with you again next week with edition number two of the spider insight podcast so long everyone